Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. The 1960s and 70s were a time of great change in the United States. The counterculture was well underway. And amidst all of this, John Cervantes, our question asker, was a 15-year-old kid living in West Allis. I'm going to see Pink Floyd at the stadium, you know. And this was this is what the kids did. They, they went to 1812 Overture, Record Head, all these places. Going to record shops and checking out comics was what John did religiously. But it wasn't your typical family-friendly comics. These comics addressed daring themes like sex, drugs, and the Vietnam War. And that was exactly what John and others like him wanted. Like I tell you, it wasn't like normal comics back then. It was... Uh, Here's Richard Nixon talking to John Lennon, you know, and... (laughs) What John is describing is a very specific type of comics. Not your Batman and Robin and big names like Marvel. No, this was the complete opposite. This was underground comics with an X. For Bubbler Talk, we're diving into the underground comic scene and the role Milwaukee played in the movement. So decades ago... In order to be published and stocked by retailers, comics had to get the stamp of approval from the Comics Code Authority. Here's Marvel comic book writer Steve Englehart talking about the CCA in a History Channel documentary. This was still the time of the Comics Code. Comics Code had been instituted in the 50s because uh, people were afraid that the youth of America was being corrupted by these evil comic books. But artists rebelled and went underground, creating a national movement marked by its brash political criticism and innovative styles. But what is often forgotten is the part that local Milwaukee artists played. Here's Marquette professor of philosophy and aesthetics, Curtis Carter, speaking about Jim Mitchell, who he regards as Milwaukee's king of comics. He's a very talented artist. His work was certainly appreciated in the community and beyond. Uh, In fact, I think one of the Beatles actually saw his work and followed it. The Beatles? Who was this local Milwaukee legend, and where is he now? Turns out, right in Brewers Hill. Hi! Hi! Jim? (laughs) Hey, Angelina! Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Jim was kind enough to invite us into his studio, which could double as a museum of comics and editorial cartoons. There were sketches and drawings full of Jim's early work and more recent portraits. There's one piece that was the cover of the 1970 Bugle American with President Nixon, an American Eagle, and the GOP. Let's just say it isn't flattering to Nixon. And according to Jim, this is exactly why he started drawing in the first place. The comics I was doing out of kindness, and then it gave me uh, a medium to vent against what the government was doing. They were lying to us on the news at night. Jim is talking about the Vietnam War. He says that people his age were getting drafted and sent to a war that they didn't understand. People were very anti-Vietnam War, and we were too. Jim lent his voice to combat social and political malfeasance and made his mark nationally, as did other underground artists. But Marquette professor Curtis Carter says that underground comics never succeeded in becoming a major art movement. The means and the market just sort of vanished. Underground comics were hard to get. They weren't everywhere. The main place at the time was the Bugle American, an alternative newspaper in Milwaukee. And when that went under, it became even harder to get the comics. The the vehicles for presenting it were limited and just uh, basically 
went away. And then, of course, the demand changed. As the counterculture movement faded, so did underground comics, which Curtis says is what happens to most art movements. Culture is always an, a moving thing. And as it changes, the ideas change, what artists do change. And if the artists don't change with the times, their work becomes stagnant. The end of the underground comic scene did not mean the end of Jim Mitchell's legacy. That 15-year-old kid from the beginning of the story, John Cervantes, today he is the owner of Johnny Hammers, a restaurant in West Dallas. And when you walk in through the door, up on the wall, to your left, you'll see a classic Jim Mitchell caricature, drawn specifically for the place by the king of Milwaukee comics himself. Angelina Moser Salazar, 89.7 WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Support for Bubbler Talk comes from Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino, home to 24 7 entertainment, dining, and musical acts, plus additional hotel rooms, and Ember Salon and Spa, opening in August 2019. More at PaysBig.com. What have you always wanted to know about the Milwaukee area? Visit WUWM.com slash Bubbler Talk to submit your question.